I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly is brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance. Everyone, welcome to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse, along with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. Guardians in the midst of a homestand with the second of a three-game series against Milwaukee coming up on Saturday afternoon, a 4:10 first pitch, and then the homestand finale Sunday afternoon at 1:40. Good show lined up for you today is coming up in just a little bit. We will hear from Gavin Williams and Bo Naylor, two young players who are up from the minor leagues. Naylor, for the second time in his career at the major league level now, and Williams making his major league debut earlier this week, so we'll hear from both. We'll also visit with utility man Tyler Freeman and have a farm report from Director of Player Development Rob Serfolio. But first, our Week in Review and a fun series against the Oakland Athletics just completed earlier this week. Oakland coming in with baseball's worst record, and it has been just a tough, tough season for the Athletics. But they have played the Guardians tough, and all the games turned out to be close except for the final one on Thursday afternoon. We begin with the series opener on Tuesday night. Not a lot of offense early on in this one. Oakland did grab the lead with a run in the third inning. But that would be it until the top half of the seventh when the Athletics added one more to make it a 2-0 ball game. Nothing going on for the Guardians yet, but they broke through in the bottom half of the seventh as Miles Straw led things off with a double, and then Ahmed Rosario came through. Now the 1-2. Swung on a chopper wide of third into left. That's a base hit. Straw around third will score. And the toward hitting Rosario comes through again. RBI single to left has cut the deficit in half. Now two to one, Oakland leading it. As Ahmed Rosario with another three-hit game, 19 RBIs, and maybe that gets Cleveland going with Jose Ramirez due up. And the next batter was one of the most reliable in the league when it comes to driving in runs, Jose Ramirez. Now the one-two. Swung on, line to left field, coming on. Diving Brown didn't make the catch. Ball gets by him. It'll go to the wall. Rosario will score. Ramirez in with an RBI double. We are tied at two. Seth Brown made a mistake in left. Tried to make the spectacular diving catch. Didn't. 
and also didn't keep the ball in front of him. The score stayed tied through nine, and on to extra innings we went. In the top half of the tenth, Angel De Los Santos was on for the Guardians, trying to keep Oakland off the scoreboard. Payoff pitch, swung on, popped him up. Shallow left down the line. Ramirez is there. Quan waves everybody off. The left fielder makes the catch. And that'll take care of Blade and Oakland. Once more, Cleveland with a chance for its fourth walk-off win. We are tied at two in the middle of the tenth. Then in the bottom half of the tenth inning, Tyler Freeman got a nice bunt down to move the base runner from second to third. And then Andres Jimenez came to the plate with a chance to end it. Swung on, line to right field, down the line it goes. Fair ball, game winner, walk-off win number four, Andre Jimenez with an RBI single down the right field line. They'll mob him out at second base, and Cleveland starts the homestand with a 3-2 win in 10 innings as Andre Jimenez gets RBI number 25, on that single down the right field line. In 10, Cleveland wins it 3-2. to two. So a nice win for the Guardians in the homestand opener on Tuesday night. More dramatics on Wednesday night. The major league debut for one of the top pitching prospects in all of baseball, hard-throwing right-hander Gavin Williams. And you could see why early on. Williams was the 23rd pick in the 2021 draft. He pitched four years at East Carolina. Now he's ready. Now the one-two. Swing and a miss on a wicked slider. Williams gets his first major league strikeout. And his first major league inning is in the books. However, in the top half of the third inning, Oakland exploded for four runs on four straight hits to take the lead. But in the bottom of the inning, the Guardians began the comeback. They had two men on, and Ahmed Rosario got the job done. Runner goes, pitch swung on, banged into right. Base hit. That'll score Naylor. Quan on his way to third. Laureano overruns the ball in right. Quan keeps running. He'll score the second run. And that'll be an RBI single, and then an error on Laureano. And Cleveland gets two runs here on one swing of the bat, and they cut the lead in half. It is now 4-2, to two, Oakland. Andre Jimenez added a sack fly in that third inning to make it 4-3, Oakland. And then Williams got a little help from his defense to keep the Guardians within one run. The pitch to Peterson is swung on and lined to right. Back on it is Brennan. Diving attempt. Oh, he made the catch. What a grab by Will Brennan. A tumbling, diving grab right near the warning track in right. As fine a catch as you will see by a right fielder. Then in the fifth, Jose Ramirez got things started with a leadoff triple, and Josh Naylor delivered to tie the game. Another payoff pitch coming to Josh Naylor. Here it is. Swung on, line to first, off the glove of Noda. It trickles down the right field line. Ramirez will score the tying run. And Naylor is aboard at first base on that hot smash. And that couldn't be handled by Noda. A base hit for Naylor. Another run driven in. And this game is tied at four. On the mound, Williams was still out there working into the sixth. And he seemed to be getting better as the game went along. 
Here's Jace Peterson, and here comes Tito. It'll be a call to the bullpen. Gavin Williams makes 84 pitches in his major league debut. He'll leave here in the sixth. Tied at four, and he'll get a nice hand as he goes to that third base dugout. And they're on their feet here at the corner of Carnegie and Ontario for Gavin Williams walking to that third base dugout. He looks around, takes it in. You imagine what his mom, dad, and sister are thinking down below. What a night for the Williams family. Nice moment for that young man who had 55 of his closest friends and family in town from the Fayetteville, North Carolina area. And, uh, yes, certainly a nice reception for him as he walked off the mound. So on we went to the top half of the seventh. Oakland scratched out two runs to go back in front 6-4. But in the bottom of the inning, the Guardians got one right back thanks to Josh Naylor. Long's pitch. Swung in and blasted. High, deep to right. Gone. And we are now looking at another one-run game. Josh Naylor with a four-hit game. Home run number nine. And it's 6-5 to five, Oakland. And the comeback continues as Naylor has four hits and two RBIs. Then in the eighth, Miles Straw reached base. And then it was another Naylor, Bo, looking for his first major league hit. Pruitt comes set, the payoff pitch. Runner goes, swung on, line drive, base hit center field. Straws on his way to third. There's major league hit number one for Bo Naylor. And nobody happier than big brother Josh. That's a heck of an at-bat. Down in the count, he was able to take pitches that were close and then roped a single to center. And now the tying run at third. The go-ahead run at first, top of the order, and Stephen Kwan. And then Stephen Kwan came through with another clutch hit. Now the one-two. Swung on line drive to right. Base hit. We've got a tie game. Scoring is straw. Naylor on his way to third. Throw to second. In is Kwan. Throw gets away into left field. Here comes Naylor. He'll score. Kwan goes to third. And the Guardians taking advantage of sloppy Oakland outfield defense, now have a one-run lead. And in the ninth, Emmanuel Classe was on to try and close things out. The pitch. Swung on, lifted in the air, medium deep center. Straw is there. He makes the catch. Ball game. And the Guardians have won the series. And again, a white knuckler. And again, a one-run game. Cleveland's 32nd one-run game as they're now 15-17 and 17 in games decided by one run. They win tonight 7-6. to six. It's a nice win for the Guardians on Wednesday night, looking for their first series sweep on Thursday afternoon against the Athletics. And Oakland got the game's first run in the top half of the fifth inning, but the Guardians came right back in the bottom of the inning with a big blast from Josh Bell. Josh Bell leans into one, drives it high and deep to left. That ball is out of here by a ton. Home run, Josh Bell. 
deep into the home run porch and left. Bell has tied the game with one swing. And that home run by Bell hit the walkway, the sign on that walkway from the parking garage to the ballpark over the home run porch there in left field, one of the longest home runs we've seen in quite some time. Andre Jimenez followed with a single, then Miles Straw continued his hot stretch at the plate. The pitch from Sears. After a long hold, here it comes. Swung on, and there's a high fly ball to left. This one's hit well. Back on it is Kemp. He's looking up, and he'll have to play it off the wall. The run has scored. That's Jimenez. Around second on his way to third is Straw. He's in with a sliding triple, and the Guardians have taken the lead. And in the eighth, the Oakland bullpen imploded as the Guardians scored four times on two bases loaded walks and two more runs scored on wild pitches, and that made it a comfortable 6-1 to lead in the ninth for Eli Morgan to finish things up. Morgan's ready. Here it comes. A swing and a fly ball. Shallow left. Quan coming in. Makes the catch. Ball game. And the Guardians have a sweep. And they've equaled a season high four straight wins. They take care of Oakland today, 6-1. to one. So it was a sweep of the athletics. That brought Milwaukee to town on Friday night. And the Brewers were in command throughout. And they win it by a final score of 7-1. to one. Stay with us when we come back. We'll visit with the new guys, Gavin Williams and Bo Naylor. That's next as we continue with Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. At Progressive, we love sports and saving you money, so we bundled them together. It's 40 love here in the third set. And there's the bell. She's coming off the bench hot, looking for a quick knockdown. But wait, she's driving to the hoop. Oh, down goes the champ. Now that's another double fault. She'll be shooting, too. The serve is up. And here comes the left hook. She's bundled her home and auto insurance with Progressive. Swish Ace Savings TKO. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland where the Guardians continue their homestand this weekend against the Milwaukee Brewers. Fun day shaping up on Saturday, a 4-10 first pitch postgame concert with Walk the Moon. All kinds of good stuff going on at the ballpark. And then the series and homestand finale Sunday afternoon with a 1:40 start. Speaking of starts... The major league career of Gavin Williams started on Wednesday night. The hard-throwing right-hander, one of the top prospects in all of baseball, getting the call to make his major league debut. A no decision for him, but he pitched well. And we had a chance to catch up with him the day before his major league debut and talk about a lot of items that got him here 
and also about the emotions that he had when he was called into Columbus Clippers manager Andy Tracy's office to get that news that he'd be heading to Cleveland. Um, at first, I just thought it was a normal meeting, um, just talking about some pitching stuff and what I could work on, and then at the end of it, it was probably one of the best moments of my life, I would say. That's the newest Guardian starting pitcher, Gavin Williams. Also up from the minor leagues, not for his major league debut, but the Guardians hoping that things pan out behind the plate for Bo Naylor, another of the top prospects in all of baseball, with a lot of responsibility as a young catcher, but Bo certainly seems up to the task, and he uh, it took him a few games to get going, but he got that first major league hit on Wednesday night, and he talked about what that meant getting it done, especially in a close game where the team needed a big base hit from him late. That was definitely an amazing moment. Uh, kind of, you know, hearing the the fans cheer around me, uh, that was that was amazing. But yes, kind of like the same same mindset. Um, not trying to get too big or do too much. Just have a good at bat and find a good bitch to drive in. You know, I'd, I'd found it and did uh, all that I could with it. We talk so much about hitting approaches with two strikes. Do you change your approach when when you get to that point in that bat? Um, no, uh, not not too much. I think that I'm always trying to do what I can to make sure that I'm swinging at a good pitch. Um, but most of all, just giving myself a chance to, to drive something. So, um, you know, in that at bat, I was definitely just looking for something that you know um, I could do something with and. You know, when that moment came, I just tried to, you know, put it back to the ball. We saw you for a little while last year toward the tail end of the season. Uh, we'll start on the offensive side. How are you different um, compared to, to what you were a year ago just based on experience? Uh, a little bit of, of a mechanical adjustment that we would made over the offseason um, and, you know, flowing really well with that. Um, but, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, a little bit smarter, a little bit more wiser back there. Um, and, you know, just kind of letting uh, – you know, the same, like trying to continue with the same things that I've been doing over in Columbus, um, approach-wise, routine-wise, and, you know, just kind of, you know, letting everything play out. And it's such a demanding position when you play in the game. How much can you do with Sandy Alomar uh, to get some things done but, but not worry yourself out for the game at hand? Yeah, Sandy actually handles that really well. You know, he doesn't, he never wants to overload um, or put too much in uh, my mind, but, you know, there's always something uh, new to learn every day, and the steps that we're taking have been, you know, working really well. So just continuing with that um, and making sure that, you know, every day is a new day to learn something new and get better. Bo, thanks a lot for the visit. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thoughtful young man with a great family, the Naylor family, and uh, we get to see Josh and Bo, and again, Miles Naylor, uh, their younger brother, uh, has been out at the scouting combine in Phoenix, the Major League Baseball combine out in Phoenix, as he's draft eligible this spring, and it'll be interesting to see how that goes for yet another Naylor who has his sights set on the Major Leagues. Stay with us. When we come back, we'll visit with Tyler Freeman. That's next on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The pitch to Freeman. He swings and slides it down that first baseline. It's a fair ball and extra bases for Freeman. Scoring on the play is Jimenez. Freeman's in with a double, and the Guardians have reached double figures. And we're only in the fourth as it's now 10-1 Cleveland. Just a well-placed ground ball that might have gone right over that first base bag. It didn't do that. It was awfully close right near the bag in fair territory. And Freeman has his fifth double, his fourth run batted in. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. It's Guardians Weekly, and as always, we thank you for tuning in. A lot of ways you can do that, of course, on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians radio network, usually each Saturday mid-afternoon or so. You can also pick us up online at cleguardians.com. All the archived editions are there, or you can hear the show whenever you like in podcast form wherever you download your favorite podcast. Tyler Freeman has had a, a good stretch at the plate despite limited playing time. He was in the lineup again on Friday night, and he says there's a lot of challenges to the role that he's in, but he's been able to stay ready when his number is called with a couple of pointers from others who help him stay sharp. Yeah, you know, just even coming from a younger guy, you know, usually this role is kind of like a veteran guy, you know, kind of been in the league for a while. But, um, you know, just just embracing the role and trying to get as much as I can out of it. You know, I, I'm not playing every day, which that's the role I am here, and i got to learn how to make the best out of it when I do play. Anybody you're leaning on, either player or coach-wise, that, that's helped you with that transition? Um, you know, just – it was a former player last year. It was Ernie Clement. You know, I talked to him a lot about this role. And uh, even last year when I was doing it a little bit too with him, um, he was just kind of giving me the biggest pointers on you have to you have to take every day as if you are in the lineup so your work ethics will stay the same. Um, you know, and, you know, just trying to work as hard as you can to, uh, to keep producing on the field when your name's called. So, for instance, on a day like today, you're not in the starting lineup. You could obviously get in there at some point, but uh, how – busy a work day is this for you to stay sharp same day as if i am starting but um you know still it's more so studying the bullpen arms you know probably gonna get in the game maybe later if i were to get in um you know studying the bullpen arms studying when i may be called upon to pinch run you know also it's a huge part of our game is the running game so you know if i gotta score from second on a base hit up the middle so be it you gotta make sure i'm ready for that and uh just the little things so Tyler, the road trip, uh, I know a chance to head back out west. Uh, what's that like for you being from uh, Southern California? Yeah, it was good. Got to see some family and friends, even old teachers. Um, it was just it was great to see their faces, you know, and uh, you know, going out to breakfast with them or lunch, whatever that may be. But uh, more so getting to see my parents and uh, getting to see them smile And while I'm on the field. It's nothing better than that. And when you look at Sunday's game, uh, the team went wild offensively. Uh, it happens every once in a while. What is it like when that takes hold, especially early on in the game, and then you just keep adding on? Yeah, it's great. You know, we we hit them early, and uh, we just kept going. And, you know, it was a little frustrating road trip for a team. Um, you know, we obviously wanted to win more games, but we just took the last game as a reset button, and, you know, we, we swing it. We came out swinging, and uh, it's a great feeling even on the plane ride back home. You know, everyone's in good good spirits, and, uh, you know, the betting is good on the plane. So, <laughs> But uh, it, was, it was great. It was great. 
And when you look at, uh, I think every team's always in, in transition to some extent. Uh, Bo Naylor has come up, another young player, and, and Gavin Williams will get a start tomorrow. Um, from your perspective, as one of those young players, and you went through it a little bit last year, uh, what is that like and what can that bring to this ball club as you get deeper into the season? You know, when, when guys are called up, whether it be from AA, AAA, or whatever their age is, you know, they, they always bring a spark to the, to the, to the team. And, uh, you know, it's, they, they know, they know that they're up here to win games just like we are. So it's, it's awesome just to see their faces, even, you know, going through the, going through the minor leagues with them, some of them. And, uh, you know, knowing that we're up here to win is the biggest thing. And they bring that to the, to the field every single day. Tyler, nice going Sunday. Keep it rolling. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's Tyler Freeman doing a real nice job in that utility role and uh, usually provides a a pretty good spark when he gets in there. And uh, certainly it has been no different of late. Stay with us when we come back. It's the Weekly Farm Report with Rob Serfolio, the Director of Player Development. That's coming your way shortly on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. At Progressive, we love sports and saving you money, so we bundled them together. Top of the seventh looks like a pitching change as they've set up for a corner kick. The two black belts have entered the mat, and the slider is low and away. He heads the ball to midfield. This is quite a kumate. Here comes the roundhouse. Has it got enough gas to get out of here? Unbelievable. They've bundled their home and auto insurance with Progressive. Kick savings pitch karate. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Bo Naylor looking for that elusive first major league hit. Through it comes set, the payoff pitch. Runner goes, swung on, line drive, base hit center field. Straws on his way to third. There's Major League hit number one for Bo Naylor. And nobody happier than big brother Josh. That's a heck of an at-bat. Down in the count, he was able to take pitches that were close and then roped a single to center. And now the tying run at third. The go-ahead run at first, top of the order, and Stephen Kwan. It's just an astounding climb in a short period of time for Gavin Williams. And he's got everything you would want. He's got size. He's got a power arm. He's got really good secondary pitches. Gavin Williams, 6'6", 250, 23 years of age. Fastball in the upper 90s. He may touch 100. Curveball slider and change up and this is the major league debut of gavin williams stepping in is Esty ruiz the top base dealer in the major leagues with 37 right-handed hitter williams into the wind and his first major league pitch is swung on and blooped foul out of play to the right strike one and we're underway here at the corner of carnegie and ontario Game time temp, 76 degrees. 
Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. Our final segment, and as always, we like to check in on a regular basis with the Director of Player Development for the Guardians, Rob Serfolio. Get an idea of what's going on in the farm system. And we begin with Rob. We, we talked A Columbus with Rob this week. And we start with Bo Naylor, who he has seen quite a bit early in the season. Of course, Bo now with the big club here in Cleveland. But Rob talks about some of those great improvements that Bo has made throughout the season over those first couple of months. Yeah, well, you know, I think this dates back to even some of our conversations last year, Rosie, when, you know, he had the the difficult year in 2021 in Akron and that offseason really dedicated himself to, okay, here's from a performance wise where I'm struggling. And he partnered up with our staff, especially our hitting group, and got to work. And he obviously did what he did last year and kind of built upon that this past offseason and and just has done about as good of a job handling adversity and using that as a catapult to just, you know, find ways to improve. And and he's just, I think, pretty impressively for a guy that's still just 23 years old to be able to still use some of his off season in 2021, 2022, bring that back into the fold this past off season, just continue to push himself to get better and better. And it's just been really impressive to see him continue to do so. Uh, I mean, you know, he, he's doing what he's always done, getting on base at a high clip. You know, he's a guy that takes walks, doesn't chase, really knows the strike zone and can obviously hit for some power. And then, you know, this year, I think something that's been really impressive with him is, he's really started to limit some of the strikeouts even more so than he's done in years past. He's never been a high strikeout guy, but that's even continued to improve, which just shows some of the maturity of how he's improved with his approach and just understanding of how pitchers are trying to get him out and just becoming a complete hitter. So a, a lot of credit goes to Bo just with how he goes about his business, his desire to, to not worry as much about the things around him and focus on the stuff that he can control to get better. And uh, just a huge credit to him and the staff. And then on the defensive side, again, you know, this is a guy that has, uh, has really been towards the top of all of minor league baseball in some, some of the stuff he can do from a receiving standpoint behind the, behind the plate, and, you know, some new wrinkles this year in triple a with, with ADS and, you know, learning how that impacts the the way in which you call a game and support pitchers has been has been a fun hurdle. But he's just continued to try and refine his game and, and work on the, the details to to go from a really good player to a great player. Um, and so I think a lot of credit goes to Bo. And you hear a lot about the importance of handling a pitching staff. That's so important, especially for Absolutely. the Guardians with their their pitching emphasis. Um, how's he coming along there? And and how can a young man at AAA improve in those areas? Yeah, so, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of things that we do at the major league level that we've tried to mimic in AAA so that the second he steps into the big league clubhouse, he's had hundreds of reps of the same thing that that staff's going to ask out of him and that those pitchers will want him to be prepared for. So, again, 23 years old, young catcher, the, the best way to, to learn that skill is through experience and great coaching and uh, you know, we're trying to shorten that development timeline as much as we can by being really creative and, and preparing him to the best of our ability to to show up and be ready to hit the ground running to support 
you know, whatever it is the major league staff asks him to do and whatever it is the, the major league pitching staff wants out of both. So, you know, on, on our end in AAA, we really tried to maximize and just create similarity between those learning environments so that he's, he's prepared. He has the reps, nothing's new to him when he shows up in Cleveland. And um, again, you know, I think that's something that, that Bo is going to get even better and better with as he gets more reps under his belt. Staying on the position player side, Oscar Gonzalez is someone who was such a big part of this team a year ago, and it's been a struggle this year. He's back down at AAA, and what are you seeing from him as as he gets deeper into his season with Columbus? Yeah, so, you know, Oscar obviously got off to a slower start in, in the major leagues, and I think more so than anything else, the way in which guys handle that first send down says a lot about you know, who they are character wise. And, and Oscar has not wavered one bit with, you know, his work ethic, the energy he's showed up to attack some of the the struggles he's had this year. And, you know, I think that's been really impressive that there's a, a lot of really good players that the major league level adjusts to them and they have to make some adjustments. And I think that's what Oscar's going through currently. And, and like I said, a credit to him for putting his head down, willing to work, willing to make adjustments. And I know our, our hitting group and junior Batances, our, our AAA hitting coach are, are really getting their hands dirty with him. And, you know, the last two or three weeks, we've seen some improvement as well on the performance side. And I know it's still not a hundred percent where Oscar wants it to be, but he's starting to do some of the things of, uh, of you know, really being dialed in with his approach and his plan. And, and he's obviously a guy that can that can impact the baseball, and we're starting to see him do that more consistently over the last couple of weeks, which is really encouraging. So often we talk about young, quote, prospects who are, are on prospect lists and, and uh, highly regarded, things like that. But you also have some veteran players who have good seasons and, and just seem to have a knack for knowing how to play the game. Daniel Schneeman is someone that you talked about uh, before we got started, and, and what's he done? To, to really give himself some opportunities here at the AAA level, and, and who knows what happens down the road for him. Yeah, exactly. You know, this is a, this is a guy that was a, you know, a college draftee for us. So he's a little bit on the older end on that roster in AAA at 26. But, man, what a, what a cool story with, with Schnee. And, and as you said, Rosie, I mean, a guy that has scratched, clawed for every rep, every game played appearance that, that he has had so far in our organization and to see him, you know, over a 150 plus plate appearance sample size in AAA playing all over the place and playing great defense, whether it's shortstop, whether it's third, whether it's second, whether you need him to go play corner outfield, a guy that has a ton of versatility. And it's just been really fun just given the way in which he's attacked his body. Some of the things that uh, he came in the offseason prepared to do from a strength and power standpoint to just make him a bit more explosive and a bit more powerful as an athlete has really translated into gameplay. And yeah, you know, like you said, just a, a great story and, and another guy that's just put his head down, done everything that the organization has asked of him, and he's making the most of his opportunity right now with some some pretty impressive performance on both sides of the ball. So. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm glad you, you brought him up and he's getting a little bit of attention because his performance and, and his work ethic certainly warrants it. Rob Serfolio joining us, the Guardians Director of Player Development and another player who was called up this week from Columbus, starting pitcher Gavin Williams, another player 
who has gotten some great work done at the AAA level. And Rob says there are some very specific things that he works on to get ready to face major league hitters. Yeah, so, you know, I think Gavin's performance line speaks for itself. And what he's been able to do across all levels in the minor leagues is is obviously really impressive. And, you know, again, we not not too dissimilar from some of the things we talked about with Bo of how, how do you go from good to great or even great to – unbelievable as a as a prospect or as a young player like you know those are the types of improvements we're trying to zero in on with Gavin and uh, he's obviously a, a really talented kid that you know like I said has done nothing but you know dominate from a performance standpoint and it's really been some of the the small details of what he's doing to attack hitters he's obviously has a, a deep and impressive arsenal and so knowing when to use those pitches and picking the right spots and making adjustments in game and, you know, some of the the 301, the 401 type stuff that we're really digging in on from a pitching group and, and just, you know, everything we're doing in, in the weight room and medically to make sure that, that he's ready whenever he gets an opportunity, but to try and take the smallest pieces, the tip of the pyramid type of, of development initiatives so that, that he's ready to go out there and attack a major league lineup. When you look at relief arms, uh, there's been a need here the last uh, month or so, so uh, some up and back for a couple of different relievers. And I, I know we've seen Tim Heron. Just briefly we saw Mike Kelly, but he, he did not pitch. And, and James Karinchak is back down there. And, and for all three, uh, what are they working on to, to stay ready when their name is called again? Yeah, again, you know, it's kind of similar to, to, to what we talked about there with Gavin and Bo. It's the major league level and the highest level of, of performance you get feedback on how your stuff plays and whether it's pitch selection whether it's like making a a tiny tweak to delivery or just pitch profiles you know the stuff that all three of those guys are digging into is is kind of in that same bucket and and really it's just a a chance to go from good to great and when you're on the 40-man roster and you know you've been up and down and had success in the big leagues it's those small those small areas of development that really push you over the edge. And so with all three of those guys, you know, Timmy and and Mike Kelly have been there for a while and they've performed in triple A at a high clip as they have, you know, pretty much throughout their career. So it's really trying to set a narrow focus to just some of the smaller details and working with the major league staff and making sure that all parties are on the same page for here's what we want to see these guys continue to improve on. And then using our our game and practice reps in triple A to try and do so, so that, um, as you're well aware, Rosie, with with how with how fluid those major league rosters get, especially in the bullpen, we got to take advantage of every second, every day that we have with those guys to prepare them for that next opportunity because it can come quick. We covered a lot of ground as always, Rob. Um, and as always, thank you for the time. We'll catch up with you again soon. Appreciate it, Rosie. Thanks for having me. That's Rob Serfolio, the director of player development for the Guardians. And that will do it for this edition of Guardians Weekly. As always, thanks to Brian Matze for all of his help in putting together our show each week. Until next week, when we join you from Chicago, Wrigley Field is where the Guardians will call home next weekend as they take on the Cubs in interleague play. This is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network.
Guardians Weekly has been brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance. 